0: Okay. Any hints? (laughs) (laughs) What? different. (laughs) Do you know who this is? Uh, I mean, it's got to be your guys, right? Mm, It is. It's your guys. Story of a lonely guy. Blink One Eighty Two.
1: Story of a lonely guy. You know why? You know what? Sorry. This really got like to your feelings.
0: This always gets to your feelings. Yeah, I mean, it did. Yeah. A little angst inside of you. I mean, Blink One Eighty Two generally does, right? Like, don't you have music that when you listen to it, it brings you right back? Yes, sir. James Blunt. Forever, wow. James Blunt. I know. I that's always joke about issue. him. It's not yeah. a joke. Like this is real.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this is real.
0: <laughs> he had like, I mean, he is an amazing. Let's not voice. say he's a one-hit wonder. No, because he has "Goodbye My Lover," "Goodbye My Lover," "You're Beautiful," "You're Beautiful," "No Bravery," "No Bravery," "Billy." There, there's so much. Yeah. He's, he's, got a, like,
1: he's got a he's got a, he's got a repertoire. God,
0: that's like I feel like that is like the whitest guy. F- like not, he's he, I don't so know. good. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, but he he gets to my
1: angst. And I guess Blink-182 gets yours. Blink-182
0: does because I was like a teenager at the time. Yeah. So when I hear it, I'm like thinking of skateboarding my hometown of Streetsville, you know? Mm. But also- the Back when you I, guys
1: tried to make a skate park.
0: Yeah. We actually got pretty far in all yeah. fairness. Like we went to City Hall, had a meeting with- Wild. Like the guy and he gave us a free sweater and a pen thinking that the free shit would like make us stop. <laughs> and we're like, no, man. A skate park?
1: How about- <laughs> Yeah. How about a free Sometimes. sweater? <laughs> we're like, yeah, okay, cool. It's kind of cool out Now it's a retirement home.
0: The, the skate park? Yeah. Let me think where it would have gone. I don't even know where it was gonna go. Do you yeah, know where like it was before gonna... beside the train tracks, and now it's a retirement oh, home. Oh yeah, that retirement
1: home went up into flames. Flames,
0: yeah, but that was a. I heard that was a scandal type thing. Of course, because anytime like a construction goes up in flames, like yeah, yeah, yeah. sketchy. It is sketchy because they didn't really ever do anything with it after. No, like they just left it there. Well, now the,
1: some more seniors have moved in.
0: But anyways, so the to the burned down house. <laughs>
1: Welcome to local politics
0: <laughs> yeah. of Streetsville. Of- <laughs> Okay, so the reason why I played Blink-182 this yeah, morning yeah. <laughs> is I just recently made a Bart Simpson, a resin Bart Simpson. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, but it has Travis Barker. I did not know. I don't know. Maybe you made it look that easy, but I, you, I, like, you crushed that. I Well, I, I simplify. I simplify all this stuff. Yeah. Let me tell you, because I was on a panel mm. uh, two nights ago okay. for this, like, school of advertising. True. And it was so fun because I got to talk about... Like what I do for a living, the business moves behind it, which a lot of people don't know. And they often think it was either luck or it was uh, too easy, too easy. But my job is literally to make it look as simple as possible. So you guys don't have to stress about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the Bart Simpson piece, um, yes, the steps are now easy because I've like nailed it. Yeah. Like it took me six hours originally to make like one of those 3d files. Yeah. Um but anyways, I did this. I was trying to get Travis Barker. I'm still trying to get Travis Barker to see to, it. To see it. Um it popped off. It's got like 2.2 million views on TikTok. Still nothing. I think Travis Barker is a 5 million
1: kind of guy, man. You really? Know? Yeah,
0: he's got a Yeah, but the the other frames have a million, so they equal out. And then <laughs> and then on uh Instagram, it's like Come on. if you guys are listening to this, go to my Insta and tag Travis Barker in the comments of that post. Yeah. I really want him to see it. I don't know why he wouldn't see it. No, I think I think he would, probably would. He's seen smaller. He's answered me before on, on Twitter with smaller
1: stuff. Yeah, it's probably more realistic that like he has seen it and like hasn't reached out to and ignored you yet. it. Yeah,
0: you imagine reaches out, yo, you want to be part of my band? <laughs> <laughs> Does your imagination ever do that? Like You're do the you ever, 3D resin guy. Do you ever? <laughs> yeah, do you ever think about that stuff where like the most crazy situation happening? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I've thought about that I, I, with Blink-22 so many times.
1: In the 90s, it was always
0: like this. It was like you send like a pizza box to someone and like they, you get a job with them. And then yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, the stunty, the stunty, stunty The stunty stuff. shit. Because that's how, uh, there was a rumor that um, Ashton Kutcher was discovered that way. That he See? was in like a coffee shop and someone's like, you need to be a model. <laughs> you know, you never hear that anymore. No. I guess because social media, it's a lot easier to find people.
1: Yeah, or maybe that's where the stunts are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> there is a lot of stunts on there. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so,
1: <laughs> apparently we need to talk
0: about dicks for you. <laughs> no, 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 oh, what? No, 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 Okay, <laughs> yeah. he, here's what it is. Amar comes in, and he tells me that he listens to this meta shit. Every- uh, yeah, Malcolm Gladwell, I know. Uh, oh, no, 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 we're not skimming over that yeah, and yeah. say, oh, you want to talk with dicks.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. okay, so, like, before every podcast, well, I, honestly, every day in the morning, I l- try to listen to, like, someone else speak. Okay, right? Just want to hear their opinions, because I,
0: I feel like, um, I like to think all over the place. And so I just hear like you someone else's helps? opinion. Oh, 100%. No, but don't you think that, that they contradict each other sometimes? Is one person's like, get out there and live your life where others are like, slow down and live a, a calmer. Yeah, it's you're very right.
1: And yeah, there's even more contradicting shit. There were, I was one time listening to a guy and he was like, some like philosopher. And he's like, what I did as meditation is I never read one book. I never listened to any other opinion. And that got me to a creative ass opinion. And I was listening to. It, I was like, "Damn, I mean, true, but like maybe, th- yeah. maybe if you don't listen to others,
0: you also get creative idea. You know, I think it's important because yeah. you can't live your life based off of your own opinions at all times. The reason why mm. is because things change, and you need to factor in the context of society. Like, yeah, you dude. can't be. I can't be living my life as a '90s brain guy. Otherwise, I'd be saying like inappropriate things that are now cancelable, which they weren't back then. Yeah, you know. So." Mm. It's like I, I get what they're saying. Like it's an un, it's a fresh, untapped vision that hasn't yeah. been influenced by anybody else. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I was listening to Malcolm Gladwell. It's the book called uh,
1: Outliers, which is uh, basically talking about like how certain disadvantages are actually advantages. Are you doing
0: Blinkist? I am doing Blinkist.
1: Ah, because I'm like, how is this guy listening to a book every morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blinkist, and and also like after Blinkist, if I like the author, I'd listen to like a YouTube thing mm-hmm. about him talking about that. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's talking about like how certain disadvantages are actually advantages, right? Um, and and vice versa. And I come here like filled with this like kind of like gold pot of like information, and I'm ready to unload. Mm-hmm. And then the dicks came up.
0: The dicks didn't come up for me though. <laughs> okay. Like, like we need to be clear here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, guys. I don't know why this happens. Okay. <laughs> but it does, yeah. and for some reason, um, my friends. Whenever I talk about. 3D printing, yeah, they automatically go to like fart joke type stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you could make dicks on there. You could, you could make a <laughs> pair of tits. And I'm like, I don't, I don't under I mean, I get it. Anglebeads no like, was my word. Yeah, that's what that's what Omar said. <laughs> I was but like, 3D printing My thing is like, it's it's always that. Yeah. And so we started getting the conversation as to why do people always do that with me? And
1: then it's like, well, oh yeah, yeah, because I yeah, I was even like, I was like, I think that's more of a you thing than a your friends thing because I feel like people can confide. In the dick jokes with you. Yeah, I don't know why.
0: Genuinely, I don't know why because... You really don't know why. <laughs> well, I mean, a part of it is like my humor naturally might be that way. Yeah, I way, think that's your brand of humor, right? But one guy said, and and, and honest to God, I don't know where this came from. <laughs> yeah, my, my one friend, Javier, once said, you're the horniest guy I know. And I'm like, I swear to God, I, d- I don't even think that. And like, I know people a thousand times that make more jokes like yeah. that than I do. Damn. But yet he labels it as me because maybe in his world I am, but in my world not at all.
1: And, and maybe also because like I feel like you're, because you have a platform where you know you'd like to share things with others. Mm-hmm. Maybe people just hear more from you than oh, than true, others. True. Like I'm but sure I mean, there's a lot of like horn dogs out there in the in the corner of their room. Not speaking about it, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> yeah, the secret horn dogs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe that could be it. But even still on social media, like maybe in some YouTube videos, I'll be like, my sexual humor will come out, but I'm yeah. not like overly, anyway. You don't think you make dick jokes, ass jokes? I do. Yeah, yeah 100% I do. Yeah, it's your brand. It's part of not your not it's part brand. Of you. <laughs> I hope it's not my brand, man. I hope I've got a way better brand than just, oh, that's the guy that tells fart No, jokes no, no, no,
1: no. That's not, yeah. And, and you're not so one-dimensional. You know, you're not just, you're not just egg jokes,
0: mm. Dan. Uh-huh. You're, you're, you're more than that. You're, yeah, I am a package, know? but that comes with it. That's it? You know? Package. There, there it is. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's maybe because it's, um, it's. It's no, Nut November.
1: You heard this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do know about no, not November, and that's um, the first of November is when I broke my virginity.
0: <laughs> oh well, yeah, but, okay, I, that's okay though. Oh, really? You know the problem is here. Okay, <laughs> I want to get into this topic. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get a call from my mom every so often. She's like, "Oh, I listen to the podcast." Oh, frig. <laughs> so now I'm kind of like, <laughs> oh, I can't, <laughs> you know, but I I can't let that that stop me from sharing my own. Thoughts? Yeah, yeah. So anyways, let me get into this. Yeah, Bob, if you're listening, maybe don't listen. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it is No Nut November. Yes. Which is a thing for, I think it's, I don't know if it's to highlight Men's Health Month.
1: No, it's not, because that's the funny thing about this whole thing, okay, is Men's Mental Health Month is also right. No Nut November. Who who thought yeah. of
0: this? It's not fair, eh? Who approved this? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's, I don't know if it's in, it's gotta be, there's gotta be a tie. N- no, it, like there's no tie. You, this is a-, you grow a mustache. And you don't do anything with your, with yourself. I think you could do things with other people, no? Or is it just no? You- no nut is like no nut.
1: Like oh. you can't nut like it, anywhere. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. No, no, no. Like no, it's not just like no masturbation or. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. That. It's like no nut ever for oh. the month. Oh. And it's also friggin' men's mental health awareness month, mm-hmm.
0: and it's also November. Yeah. Okay. It's a very like man heavy month.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Some, I, I'll tell you right now, the patriarchy did not frigging approve
0: <laughs> this shit. Yeah, yeah. I never signed up for this. <laughs> no. No, but it's good that guys have a month like this because uh, I was reading some posts yesterday about it, about um, like, like suicide rates, what yeah. guys go through. And I think it's difficult as a guy to say what's difficult as a guy. Because yeah. when you do, you immediately get eye rolls from women. Because they're like, oh my God, you think you have it hard. Try walking down the street at night. Mm. It's it's always sort of tied to those things. And I don't think women have it easy in that department at mm. all. But oftentimes it's 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 never a one-for-one. One. Yeah. It's like, well, you think that's hard, try doing this. And they compare it to the worst thing as being a woman. Yeah. Uh, yes, being a guy, I like being a guy, obviously. Yeah. But there's struggles with it. And one of the biggest struggles I've found is that the mental health side of thing you can't just talk to your friends about it. Yeah. I mean, you can, you, you should be able to. But as a guy, I'm so well aware that if I'm with my buddies, we don't talk about, oh, heartbreak. And we don't talk about, I'm feeling depressed or anxious. I'm having these thoughts. Never. Yeah, And I don't think a lot of women can understand what that's like because it is so normal and accepted that <clears throat> even on like, uh, I heard this one recently. Uh, I think it was like an airplane or something. If ever a, a woman... Cries—it's like totally normal when a guy does it. It's a huge cause for alarm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I see a guy crying and a, <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Guys you know? crying, I'm always like, damn. Yeah, th- but that—that's the stigma, like playing out.
1: Yeah. I, I, exactly. And we're not saying it doesn't equalize. Like, for sure, the same can be said about like a woman who is like a little more commanding or like says what she wants. Mm. She's awfully. She's awfully. She's always seen as, like, a bitch instead of, like, a leader or something, let's say.
0: Well, well I'm going to ask you a controversial so question. So that stigma
1: happens for them, too?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Do you think men and women will ever be
1: equal? Um, I don't think so. I think um, I, I do believe in roles. <clears throat> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Hello, whoa. I'm an Arabic 30-year-old. <laughs> Where are we going? Okay. Uh, no, no, I, I do think there are many differences between girls, women, and uh, men um like the what's a what's a good difference um a good difference is okay so like first of all the types of jobs that we like to do you know i'm you're never going to see women
0: bricklayers why not
1: i just i don't think that's them i don't think they want no, no, to no that, that's a part of the problem don't
0: that's them Th- that's a part of the problem okay so, so here's oh, oh, sorry, sorry, uh, let,
1: let me keep going okay, with this okay. okay so i think i think what's wrong isn't that women and men can never be equal because I don't think they should be equal. What should be equal is the importance we put on certain roles, right? So I feel like because we put such an importance on on like capitalist shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like because we put so much importance on making money and this and that, mm-hmm. I think that's where like a lot of the um, a lot of the inequality comes in, right? We should put a more important thing on. On raising kids and on being there for kids, I feel okay, like. Okay, but who do you think should be the raising the kid? I think women are way better. Interesting, but that raising kids—that's
0: equally not fair. You know what I mean? Like here, here's the of thing. course it's all not fair. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not. not nothing I'm just gonna say is fair.
0: No, no, but I yeah, I didn't want to put you on the spot with that because I yeah, think yeah. you you answered it in a similar way that I might answer it with. Do you think guys and girls will ever be equal? It's, it's an ideal thought and it's one that we would all strive to be where a, a girl can do what a guy does and a guy can do what a girl does. Yeah. Do I think that'll ever come to happen with society and the way people are in general? No, I don't think it will just be because the way people are already is so against unity. Yeah. So like look at the vaccination thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so shocked. I never once for a second thought people would not be for it. Like, remember when we were in the thick of this stuff and we're like, wait for a vaccine to think that when we finally get a vaccine, people would be like, we're not taking that. The government's spying. Like, yeah, man, there's, there's a large portion of people that go Around against, 20%. that go against, uh, like the majority of things. You'll never have unity, but you need that.
1: You, you need, yeah, I agree. Go against it.
0: I agree. You need that hundred yeah. percent. But when we come to equality, where we're talking about how a girl, um, can't be a bricklayer, Versus like a guy and they, and they don't want to. Well, I'm sure they could, but society also forces them to be more. Exactly. Uh, maybe should be like a, an accountant, a, a dental assistant, you know? Okay, okay. So, so, so here, let me clarify what I meant with
1: this whole bricklaying thing. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should have the same opportunity for everything, right? right? Like, no one should be like, oh, you're an Arabic person. You shouldn't be, like, I don't know, you shouldn't be, let's say, a friggin' flight attendant or some shit, right? right? Like, everyone should have the same opportunity for everything. Yeah. Do I believe that we're ever going to get to a point where everything is equal, like every outcome is equal. So it's called like the equality of outcome where, you know, sure, everyone should have the same opportunity to be a bricklayer if you're a woman, if you're not. Um, But I don't I just don't see that in 30 years, half of women are going to be bricklayers and half of bricklayers are going to be men. You know, what I mean, like I don't there are certain things that just won't equalize, just like how men are pretty trash at many, many, many jobs. But I think if a woman wants to work and she doesn't want to have kids and she's just a career woman, that's amazing. Let her it's, do it's whatever amazing, she wants. Let's
0: let's accept the fact that that would sort of get frowned upon by a large portion of society. Wait a minute, you don't want to have kids? If you're a woman out there that doesn't want to have kids, yeah, I'm I'm assuming you're getting a lot of pressure from both family and outside sources to answer that question. Why don't you want kids? Cause I don't want them. Yeah. but And our
1: personality, we both don't believe in that shit. Like we both don't believe no. the, no, that I, they should get pressured. Into, no, no, I don't think you should trash. get pressured
0: into anything because now like I'm 30, right? Yeah. And, or I'm turning 30 next month. Yeah. And I can feel the pressure already being third, single 30. Like what, yeah. what are you sort of doing? And it's like, I hate that. Why don't and you have a girlfriend? Why don't I you this? strictly don't believe in that. I'm like, yeah. hold on. If I don't want to be here in this position right now, I'm actively choosing not to do that. Yeah. Right? I don't need the pressure of you need to have this, you need to have this. Like, I just think it's not healthy to somebody's natural interests.
1: Yeah. Espe- like, if you're a guy, but especially if you're a woman. Imagine, I don't know, man. To me, that's just like, if you don't want to have kids and you're like almost like forced to have kids, you're literally hostage for nine months.
0: You're hostage for, for twenty 18, years. 20 yeah. years.
1: So this is what I was trying, but this whole capitalist shit is like, people need to realize that kids are, it's not a capital gain. It's not like a, if I do this work, I get paid now. It's, it's delayed capitalism. It's like Like an investment. It's an investment. It's a 20 year investment. And that I feel like should also be given the importance of, of money. Like you're doing a job that should be around $80,000 a year, you know?
0: Well, you, you don't get paid to be a parent. I mean, you do. In, and that's like, a trashy thing. No, 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 but it's not trashy because I think a lot of people that want kids yeah. get so much fulfillment out of raising the kid, watching the little quirks that they have that they once had as a kid, uh, getting to take them through a childhood again. Like, that's fun for a parent, right? I get of to course. go to soccer practice and just make this little human happy and give them the best life. That's fun. And then you get to go on family vacations. That But I, so is doing the job you love and not having to leave. Yeah, yeah, but you you have to you got to pick and choose. I mean, you could still work. You remember you're in a relationship with another person. Ideally, yeah, that they can also take fifty percent of the load. So if yeah. you want to work as well, but there is obviously sacrifices with anything in life. And when you're going to bring a child into life, yeah. you have to understand there's going to be sacrifices for your time. Mm-hmm. If you don't if you don't slice off some time for your child, then it'll grow up with neglect issues.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy, and it, uh, yeah, I. Uh,
0: we, like, it's so much. Yeah, this is this is a very deep topic, but I remember yeah. seeing... Um, but I it, love this conversation. It's good because it's very easy. I, I see it on TikTok all the time. It's very easy to point out flaws in in the system. Yeah. Okay, and to bitch and to protest a lot of the time. And I see these people on TikTok with zero education on the topic. They just want to bitch at the system. Yeah. Like, uh oh, men and women should be equal. Okay, great. How can we make that happen? Because you're competing with... Uh, like, years of history of this being the thing. Not to say it's right, but yeah. how are you going to change that? Other than going on TikTok and bitching about it, Yeah. what are you doing? What are what can we do to fix it? Because saying, like, oh, women can't do this and guys can't do that and they're allowed to do this. Let's, let's go back to the original topic here, which is there's things for both sides. I think it's, like, three times the amount of guys commit suicide than women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's insane. More guys are incarcerated than women. More yeah. guys are, are dying than women in, like, war and street violence. Mm-hmm. So we're never focusing on that because it almost comes as an expected thing that when a burglar breaks in your house, the guy's supposed to protect the girl. That right there alone is a small micro example as to the roles guys have to play as the protector. Yeah. You see, so th- this is like, let's say, the protection
1: gender role. I. I agree with it. It's so bad. But I, know, I, agree I agree with, with it, too. And I know you
0: do. Yeah, 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 But But when it comes down to it, if you're going to complain that, that women can, can't do this and guys, well, what about guys that don't want to be the protector? Because not that they don't want to protect their family and stuff, but they won't. They don't want to put their lives on the line either. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and, and women, I know you've dealt with this of, like, when a guy is, like, let's say, emotionally unavailable, it's usually because guys are in this, like, weird zone of, like, can I provide... Can I provide, like, a, a decent life for this other person I'm going to have to take care of? Exactly. Do I and make then, enough money? Can I make them happy with my job? Like, exactly. But then girls are like, which is so fair, but, like, we, we can't hear that shit of, like, you. no, you don't need to be that person. You don't need to, like, that's, like, the toxic masculinity is, like, you, we feel like we need to be that person, but they're, like, no, it's a partnership. It's, fifth, like, you know, we're we're both working at this together with each other
0: yeah, you know so yeah. you
1: don't need to think like that but we just it's so hard to take us out of that zone of thinking no it's not the right time to be in a relationship because um because money isn't right
0: i would say the flip side of this where women have it very difficult yeah um in, in a lot of ways to be honest yeah. one um you know yesterday is walking charlie And there was this group of guys that were, like, fake fighting Mm. on the sidewalk. And they were, like, smoking weed and stuff. Mm. And I sort of got the feeling of, oh, man. Like, Charlie already is a conversation piece when I walk him. Because he's a little wiener dog. He's super cute. People often will make comments, whatever. So, I'm seeing these guys that are high fake wrestling. And I'm like, oh, here we go. There's going to be something. So, I keep walking anyway. And I still felt, in a sense, that I need to prepare for an interaction. Even if it's just a verbal, like, oh, cute dog, whatever, you still feel that, that gut yeah. thing. But women have a totally different response. You know, like, when I went to the gym yesterday, or last week, there was a guy outside sort of, like, losing it a bit. He yeah. was wearing, like, a lab coat, a wizard's hat. He was just not in the right state of mind. Yeah. And I walk in, didn't bother me at all. But then this this smaller girl with a backpack just got off the bus. So it was going home. He like steps in her way and then steps in her way again. I'm like crazy. Like that's an example where he doesn't, he feels more empowered yeah. to do that.
1: Right. It's, it's wild. It's like, yeah. Like if I walk, if I walk beside like someone who, you know, is kind of like tweaking out or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm always like, I'm ready for like easy conversation you know, if they need money, like I'm thinking like, oh, should I give my money or not? But whenever I'm with like a girl and like my personality is always to like say hey and, you know, uh, give money and whatever. But like with with a girl, it's always like, no, no, no,
0: please, please. Can
1: we just cross and stuff? Can we cross across
0: like avoid? Well, I think it's a smarter route, to be honest with you. 100%. I don't think addressing and if they're they're having a moment or they're tweaking out, I don't think it's appropriate to go up to them. Yeah, at all. No,
1: so, like, I mean, like, let's say like a homeless person, like, um,
0: um, I don't know, is like...
1: Uh, like yelling? Asking for money on, on a traffic light, right? I'd roll down the window. Okay, well, that's, that's more fair. But if I'm with a girl and i roll down the window i can
0: like feel yeah. the the angst because they, i'm telling you man they they're they're because they they've seen some shit they view it different. we can't even relate like we could really say I, I i think they've seen shit cuz it's never really happened to me i got cat called once and i felt a freaking amazing yeah. <laughs> but like i could see why it would make you feel gross yeah. right yeah it's like objective it's it, yeah we're not saying
1: who has it worse it's just there are shittinesses of, of guys who go sh- through and shittinesses girls go through. But there, there, but there are through. two
0: different shittinesses, right? For for guys, it's more of this, this masculine, you can't cry, you got to protect, always hide your feelings. For women, it's like you're always in a vulnerable state. You can't ever be commanding or confident because otherwise you're a bitch. Yeah. You can't ever try to get uh, a higher role because, well, a, a guy is probably going to get it before you. Or why don't you have kids? Or why don't you have kids? Or why can't you walk down the street past like 9 p.m.? They're just two different things, which is why I think this equality shit is is a really difficult thing to get to. Yeah. And I think what you were saying was really good of like
1: bitching. Like we have, we've, people have bitched enough about it where now we just need like, like action and we need to, but it's hard, but we don't know. It's so complicated.
0: But there's There's a lot of problems that are like this. Like I love that Elon Musk just called out the world health organization or, oh yeah the 6 billion uh, situation yeah. he's like i'll give if it costs 6 billion to cure or to fix world hunger yeah. i'll pay it but yeah. you need to show me how you're going to do it and where the money's spent i love that yeah. because we're constantly bombarded with this guilt trip of oh you got to do this and you got to do this and it's such a fixable problem you have a a powerful man in this world that is willing to offer the money that you're saying you need to fix it I'm now sure. you need to put your money where your mouth is yeah because i i hate this consistent bitching when there's, now you've been offered what you've been asking. Yeah. D- now let's do it.
1: And, and I think he's playing it right. So basically it's like this like CNN article that said, um, if Elon Musk just donates a percent or 2% of his wealth, world hunger would be solved. Right? Mm-hmm. So that equaled around apparently like $6 billion. So he's like, okay, I have the 6000000000 billion. I'll give up the $6 billion, but you need to tell me exactly how you're going to spend it. And the, the problem is with these rich people that hate more taxes, right, is... They just feel like the government does a shitty job at handling money. You know what I mean? I think you were doing an interview with like Richard Branson, and he's like, if, if world, what was he saying? Like, something like, if world world hunger is a problem um, that I I was trying to fix as a business, I couldn't have failed 50 years in a row and still maintain this business. He was saying, like, if you give this to an entrepreneur, like a sick ass entrepreneur, like an Elon Musk or something, he would fix that shit right away. Well, Elon is going to call them out on like
0: on, yeah, on the inefficiency because that would get annoying if you're constantly being guilted into. Wow, well, you got all this money; you're not going to do anything about it. Now he's offering to do something about it. Yeah. So you better have your ducks in a row. Provide him with how you're going to spend the money. Yep. And what you're going to do? Because six billion dollars is a lot. You can build a lot of things with that. Yeah. So I'm it doesn't involve kickbacks and so th- stupid ass. Yeah. Wages. So that's an example of doing something about it i mean semi because he's obviously not offering a solution other than funding yeah but i'm just so sick of seeing these social justice warriors on tiktok that are one so eager to cancel everybody when as if they've never the reason why this is a soft spot Mm. is because i got a comment last week saying wow this guy wow or wow this man talks as though this is groundbreaking stuff very condescending comment okay and i look at the about me About my resin stuff. So i go on their profile. It says pronouns, they, them. So Mm -hmm. instantly I'm like, wow, did you just assume my gender? Because I know for a fact that's the type of person that (laughs) That if you you ever said it, it would be the same. And sure enough, when I said that, the comment got deleted. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Like people love to force their agenda and their viewpoint. But then when it's reflected back on them, they cower down. Like I'd say majority, like 80% of people won't stand by what they're doing because they don't know enough about it. Wild. You saw this, obviously, this whole Dave Chappelle
1: situation. Yeah. And so, the leader of the person who's, like, walking out, and they found some tweets on her five years ago or some shit
0: of, like, just racist-ass shit. I'm telling you, man, nobody is exempt from cancel culture. Yeah. Nobody. They will find shit with, with this day and age, and I've said this nine years ago when I started YouTube, anything you put online is in ink. Yeah. It's not in pencil, right? You can't delete that shit. Even if you delete it from the website, they now have, I mean, there's a there's a website called Time Machine or some shit. No way. Internet Time Machine, where you can actually go back to see what YouTube was like in 2009. Damn. Right? So even though you think it's gone, it's never gone. It's, so you got to be sure in what you're saying Yeah. Uh, and, and how you're appearing. Yeah. Because- I'm telling you, cancel culture. We've seen it time and time again. Is always found in anybody. So you want to stand up for this? They're gonna search you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so easy. Wild times,
1: wild times. And uh, man, uh, cancel. You know, uh, but regarding like cancel culture and even like,
0: I hate cancel culture. I know. Not ninety percent of that shit is like so unfair. Yeah. You know what sucks is that we talked about this. The Me Too movement was doing so well for for this. Inappropriate male predatory behavior. Yes. Okay. And they were gaining traction and you were calling out these mass big bosses in Hollywood. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Aziz Ansari situation, Aziz Ansari situation yeah, yeah. happened up where it was like a bad date. Just a bad date. A bad date. And so he gets canceled and people checked into it and they go, nah, 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 nah. That's not what this is about. And then it started to really snowball downwards to be <sighs> like, okay, now we're seeing that a lot of these accusations are unfortunately just a way to get back and protect their ego or their bruised yeah. self-esteem.
1: This happened in Korea, apparently. Um, this girl, uh, she she's like married to this, like, he was like a he's like a whatever star. He wasn't even a star. He was just like some D-list, like lower than D-list. And then he just quickly shot up to fame. And he's like now A-list celebrity. He's like the sickest shit. Yeah. And then his ex-wife says, oh, he used to beat me. At so and so, and like she like calls him out, and then he gets canceled. And then a month later, this um, this newspaper called Dispatch, they they're like uh, think of them as like TMZ, but they o- only find like the worst of the worst about people. Oh God! Right. So she calls him out about this, and then he comes out a week later and says, "I'm really sorry. I apologize. She had to go through that." And um. It was never my intention But yeah you know Sometimes I'm hot headed And stuff like that So now everyone's like Okay like this guy Obviously did it and Then dispatch comes out With like some shit For like the last 10 years And they're like Oh the night that she claims That this happened Look at them They're actually uh, They actually weren't together He was in like some other city And whatever Like they just have So yeah. much shit And they're like They cleared dubbed this guy And then uh, Like they have like her, their fr- her friends interviews and shit And her friends are like Yeah she's like she always makes up these stories about about him, but it's never true. And he even came out and he's like, yeah, th- basically, I just said that because I don't want to embarrass her anymore because she was always... Oh, my God. So is he back to A-list again? He was like the nicest guy. And he's like, I just don't want to embarrass her. And now... He's, like, being uncancelled. But, like, I really think this whole cancel yeah. culture is, like, fading away. I well, really- because
0: I don't know if it's fading because they, they jump and they attack so quick with very little info. In fact, a lot of it is just rumor still. You yeah. know what I, I don't understand is I saw this on TikTok this morning, and it had 4 million likes. Okay, that's a lot of likes for TikTok. Mm-hmm. And it was a guy saying, why is Chris Brown still a thing? And I agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, people... Because you're attractive or he's a great dancer, they're like, oh, we, he, he's changed. We're over it. He beat Rihanna to a fucking pulp. Yeah. And he even said, I'm going to kill you when we get back. So basically, this guy went through the, um, the, the court documents of what actually happened. Yeah. He's like, in case you guys forgot, here's what Chris Brown did. Okay. Um, he did this to her. He punched her in the face multiple times. She tried to protect it. She fake called her assistant. He then saying, that's the dumbest thing you've ever done in your life. But yet, this guy still has a career. Are you kidding me? You have people that have done way less things that have been totally crucified yeah, yeah, yeah. over words or something. Over yeah, and this guy actually physically did something, and yet we sort of for like some people are like, oh, he's so hot, he can dance. What the f- just yeah. because you're attractive? I that's see what the contradiction, man. People genuinely piss me off sometimes because very little can actually stand for something, yeah, and can actually maintain that without something. It's difficult, and I agree, it's difficult to do that because you have people at every angle trying to cancel you. Yeah. John Lennon is a legend, but this guy is notorious now to have been said to have beat his wife and kids. It's a, uh, yeah, no, I, I, but I do think cancel culture is fading.
1: I, I do think a lot more voices are against cancel culture than, than before, because before it was like, we were a silent majority. We were like, nobody wanted to say anything because we <laughs> no, were, we say were anything scared. It, exactly. Like this this conversation right here probably couldn't happen,
0: I feel like, two years ago, three no, years cause ago. No, because if you get caught defending something like that, they go, oh, so now you're okay with it? When, you know where it goes back to our point about the unvaccinated, yeah. how it's important. I know we sometimes are annoyed. It's important you have people going against the normal. Yeah. Because that's the normal isn't always right. And we've been seeing that multiple times in the past where yeah. we think that's how it's supposed to go. But then we're all actually just wrong. Exactly. So with this, it's important that you, even back in the day, I remember people going against it because I remember there's a a girl, Nicole Arbor. Yeah. Okay. And she did a video called Dear Fat People, super controversial. And I agree, like the execution may have been a little aggressive in terms of what are you going to do? Like, whatever. Yeah. It was just, it was kind of mean spirited, I guess. But she was basically holding larger people accountable for their own health issues saying, you shouldn't be eating this much and, but there's a lack of sensitivity in terms of what's going on with their mental state like you know yeah. some people need like, that's just what they naturally go to and we're not all perfect right yeah. her herself had issues in the past so she's not perfect either but nowadays it seems to be the thing where people are like yeah being absolutely obese is a choice yeah i don't know with the with the obesity
1: thing i really think like i i don't i really don't think some people it's a choice for them.
0: Well, it's a it's a mental block, of course. I don't think yeah. I don't I don't necessarily think it's a. Who would want to be six thousand pounds or like literally a, no one like a thousand pounds? I see these six shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see these shows on TLC like my my one thousand pound life. Yeah, yeah, they are never
1: happy. Yeah. So and, and like they don't want like they don't want those feelings. They don't want like no one wants that. So that's why I always like look at that and like like the Nicole Arbor types like. That is so, it's... It's easy to say. It's easy to say because you don't know, honest to God, we don't know, just like how we don't know how, like, women feel about certain shit, Mm -hmm. I, honest to God, don't know how an 800-pound person
0: feels about, like, why they're so addicted to... Well, it's trauma. trauma. It's trauma. It's something to do as a kid. Maybe they didn't have enough food. Maybe they used food to cope when their parents were fighting through divorce. It could be so many things that... On the outside, it says just go to the gym won't be a problem. Yeah, great, cool. And we talked about this last episode. Yeah, the problem is a lot of people have a very difficult hurdle to get over mentally to actually go to the gym.
1: Yeah, you know, like there's not no like discipline. Like yeah. for me, for example, I I I genuinely lack the discipline, right? To to want to go to the gym every day. I wish one of my greatest wishes is to be like I would love to wake up. And just like how like a lot of like these like people, they literally like their number one thing in the day is going to the gym. But if
0: they are fit people and you're, you're labeling as fit people, most likely that's a part of their career. Yeah. So they have to do it. It's like with me, I wake up immediately. I go to work. Sometimes I'll edit a video before I even have like breakfast. Yeah. 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 Right. Because it's a passion. So you have to be sensitive with that. Like, don't be so hard on yourself because passion is going to trump so much stuff Of course. It'll get you through so much stuff if you're genuinely passionate about something. Of course. So these fitness people, a lot of them love the feeling of getting that pump. Yeah. They love the feeling of looking down, seeing abs and stuff. For a lot of people, they don't really care as much. Mm -hmm. I could say, because I started going back to the gym pretty frequently now, because I'm like, I want to lose a little bit of weight, but I'm not like obsessed. Yeah. You know, because back in the day when, before COVID, there was people going to like three classes a day, obsessed. But you see, yeah, and it's, like, those people, like, they're not obsessed about other
1: things. And, like, how many obsessions can you have a day, you know? So that's, well. to me, I, I always find peace in that of, like, yeah, but Amari, like, you genuinely also are obsessed and love, and it's, like, your passion to go eat at different restaurants. Right. And it's your passion to go out and uh, travel and this and that and, like, to not have a routine like, that's
0: something that actually genuinely makes me happy. And that's what makes the world an interesting place. Exactly. And which is why you need to have different things. Yeah. Because I know for me, I was talking to my co- I took my cousin out to dinner last night for his birthday. Japanese or not? No, no, no. Okay. We went to an Italian spot. I felt so embarrassed. No, like a Japanese cousin or no? No, no, no. Okay, no. okay. But, but he's like, he's uh, part Italian. No, that's not why I took him to the yeah, Italian yeah, restaurant. I would <laughs> <So, laughs> sensitive. You're canceled. <laughs> no, we went to an Italian restaurant. I, we rolled in. The prices were all $12. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh my god! Like, I look so bad right now. Yeah, yeah. like it just makes you look cheap, you know. <laughs> we had a great conversation. Got like inside Mario's of wine. or something. No, it was called the Mama Martino's. Oh, Mama Martino's, such yeah. a good place. It's an amazing place, but but when you get there and you see the prices, everything's twelve. I was like, so uh, you can get a couple dishes if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so cheap, man. But it was it was great. But we were basically talking. I was saying that at this age, like I'm about to be thirty this year. Yeah, you're now like the conversations I now have with my friends is they're specialists. Mm. like you're a specialist in whatever you do because you've had now 10 years to, to become that Yes. whereas in your early 20s everyone's like oh, I got this internship I'm trying this new job by the time you're 30 you can actually learn a lot from your friends because now you are going down a specific niche path oh yeah the, right? this
1: ain't no general shit
0: no so like when I did this panel I found I was I was slightly nervous at the start Yeah. but then I sat there going no Dan this is you can be nervous but don't buy into this shit because yeah, you've yeah. had a 9 year career in social media which is not normal um, you've been able to make a make a living, buy a condo, have a dog. You all you deserve to be there and yeah. speak whatever your experience is. You're on the other side of imposter syndrome now. Now, now it's like you well, are. I have to convince myself because I'm like, no, that's true. I have an award to say that I was the best at something at one point. Yeah, right. So I know what I'm doing, and so when I then adopted that thought process, I was able to go into this panel and actually execute. Like, no, actually, yeah, I agree and I disagree and have those conversations. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting. As you get older, your friends get more interesting. One hundred percent. But you just have to listen to them because, like, but but they're also harder to pull out of their thoughts too. Of course, because now, like, the, like
1: they're kind of deeper down into whatever thought that they have because they've been it's been baked in and it's baked in. Yeah. And you are like, nah, man, come back.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, yeah lose yeah. you, bro. One hundred
1: percent. Um, kind of the same topic, but not really. Um, I feel like I don't know if you've noticed this, but I feel like people want to minoritize themselves as much as possible i feel like right now the sickest thing you could be is a minority well i and if, it's always been like that though but like even if you're like a white dude yeah right find something that makes you vulnerable you know what i mean like i feel like well the pro- the problem with yeah, white ahead. dudes oh yeah i will talk about i was gonna talk about the white dudes don't is worry that, don't worry about me
0: well is that white dudes already like we have this uh, stereotype that we're you are the devil, lame, uncool. We're always trying to be cool. We can't dance. We're yeah. toxic, and, and you are planning out society for yeah. in the shittiest way. Yeah, yeah. So that that
1: plays a role here. <laughs> yeah. See, it's, like, look for example, like a white, let, let's say, like a white dude. Right. Yeah. This is this was the problem I was trying to get to. Is like a white dude. Like, it almost like seems like you have no like. Not no excuse, but like no like place you can hide behind. Like, I can, I, if someone said, if someone, if someone talks to me and says, oh, you know, someone would never say to me, Amar, you are like, let's say, let's, I know I always talk about the patriarchy and laugh about it, but no one would ever say I'm part of the patriarchy, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm not a white dude. Mm-hmm. So I almost get to hide behind the fact that I'm Arabic as if, like, as if I don't do shitty things that dudes do. Okay. Right? okay. And so I feel like, Everyone is trying to find a new place where they can kind of be a minority in, so, so that they can say this things they want to say. Right, right, like, right, right. For example, girls will never be held. Women will never be held to be like, "Oh, you designed the society and like you, you're basically the devil of society." Right. And I just hate the fact that white dudes have to go through that. I, honest to God, I just, I. Look, I just see so much racism in that, and I I, I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate and it. And I mean that
0: that's uh, th- that's a. Totally and I know you can't say that, but <laughs> you see, that's the problem. Because I'm sitting here, so I can only try to justify those feelings, right? Because I think in history, a lot of white dudes did cause a lot of issues that we're now still paying the price for. Yes. Right? However. Uh, Th- it going back to your point that everyone is trying to be different, we've all wanted to be different in terms of like, remember there was a whole hipster phase? It's really died out now. Yeah. But hipsters all thought they were unique, but hipsters were all hipster. Yeah, they all. Like it, right now it's like so, we all have the same mustaches. So the thing is, is all it, it trends and trying to be different always comes full circle to then being a trend. You no want to be different, you got to expect that people are going to think you're weird. You got to be comfortable with the outcast feelings because yeah. that's the truth. For me, when I started doing... Like some like different resin pieces. Not at all is that necessarily different. Yeah. Because there's a ton of resin artists out there. Yeah. But I know in my friend group when I was doing it. Now the joke is oh resin. resin." So I now know okay I'm clearly doing something different because it's an easy target. Mm. When you're an easy target and this goes for like even bullying to some degree, if people are bullying you over a passion or a hobby that you genuinely love, just know you're doing something different and you are actually way more interesting as a person than what people would mass bully you for not to say it's easy because it's not easy yeah but but i'm looking at people and i'm just like ah so it's easy for you in your comfort little shoes wearing a root sweater you're offering no uniqueness here for me to attack you back okay because like for me i see hate comments all the time yeah all the time and it's like you're all you're doing is attacking the unique parts of me because it's easy it's different yeah and I can't attack you back because your brand and your imaging is so cliche. Yeah. How am I supposed to do that when it's a blanket thing? See, like I hate the fact, like I, I can go and shit
1: talk to you and be like, "Ah, oh, you stupid cisgender white man, and yeah. you you are the devil," but you can't you can't say that back to me, and you can't say, "Ah, oh, you piece of shit Arab guy," you know? Like, I, I, I it right. just yeah. irks me so okay. freaking. Here's the most much. controversial we we'll get. Do you think? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Reverse racism is a thing I 100% do I 100% do as well Yeah
1: I. It. Look It's I think I think what ha, What has happened in the past Let's say Let's say about White men Making the society I, I think it's very shitty And I do think There are remnants of that And I think there are Disadvantages That have Occurred And people are still Experiencing right now mm-hmm. Right I don't think the proper way to approach that is to talk shit about white people now, white men now, dudes now. I just, I, I, I think you're doing more damage than than not. It's like I'm, I'm sure in many countries, Arabs and Arabic men were were uh, were constructing society, and it, like in every society, there's always been like, um, let's say. If it wasn't a colonizer, it was an emperor or something, right? Like, but I don't, I don't see it as,
0: I don't see how talking shit about white people, well, it really is a, is a, is a thing. Well, I, I, I guess you don't know why it's okay. Cause here's an example. Um, if somebody were to make a blanket statement about black people or yeah. Arab people, yeah. okay. Um, it's considered racist because it is. It is. You're classifying an entire race off of one thing. Yes. But yet uh let's say white being also a race yeah um they can now say it to us and we have to sit there and just sort of like click our heels like eh, okay well that's you know that's us yeah but but we can't defend it because instantly it's then racist. yeah so i've seen this actually trend pick up too because i remember seeing it a few years ago on twitter people were going reverse racism is not a thing and doing like the clapping emoji so it's like reverse racism is yeah. not a thing and I'm just thinking, well, yeah, look look who's saying it. Someone that would be allowed to be racist towards white people. Yeah, it's it, the concept
1: of, it's called a punching up or punching down, right? Let, okay. So okay. It, it, it seemed like in society, it's okay to punch up, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're the minority, you can punch up. If you're the majority, white dude or something, you can't punch down, right? Mm-hmm. You as a white dude can't talk shit about... Me because I'm an Arabic dude. Mm-hmm. Because seemingly I'm down from you, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is a racist idea to begin with. I was just gonna say, yeah. Right? Yeah, um okay. so I, this is why I was trying to say, like people I feel like trying to minoritize themselves. Okay, well what if you're a white guy with mental health issues? Are you now at the same level as a as a thing, as um as an Arabic dude? What if you're a white man and then you transitioned into uh, a woman? Now you're a trans, you know, now you're part of the trans community. Now you're not punching up at anyone, or you're not punching down mm-hmm. at anyone. You're actually the same level as me. It seems like
0: okay. Okay. Again, I
1: think it's a racist idea. I think, I think, it, no matter what frigging color you are, you can be racist to other people. Here, okay. Like, so, can, can an Arabic person not be racist towards an Asian person or a black person? Of, of course, course they can. Yeah, yeah, of course. But but yeah. And but then when it's
0: When it's white, okay. Here's here's my metaphor. Yeah. For racism right let's say you've got a cup of water mm-hmm. uh, racism being the water mm-hmm. okay um and you got holes all through it so this this racism is pouring out yeah and you start patching it okay um black people can't be racist towards white people yeah. arabic can't be racist so you start yeah. patching the holes but yet the one hole will always be left open which is we can all be racist towards white people yeah. Racism's still going to be flowing out 100 so it's like you want it to stop Which we all can agree we want it to stop. Will it ever stop? I don't think so. As bad as that sounds, because you look at how society is with the vaccinations. There's so many opinions that unfortunately, racism is a tough issue to solve. Yeah, right. Like, sorry, go ahead. Well, I just think that like it's it's come a long way because now we're raising our children to be accepting of everybody and mm-hmm. don't view things differently which is how it should be. So, I think it'll become a lot less, but you're always going to have those uh, odd thinkers, though the ones that believe different things that that's parents have been passed down and passed down that I it's really tough to eradicate anything that has been like socially a part of society, like not that it's been accepted, yeah. but it's there. It's definitely there. We still see it today. Yeah. Over here in Canada, it's
1: like The idea is we just can't talk shit about white people and or sorry, we can talk shit about white people and white people can't talk shit about us. It's like I can say white guys can't dance, but a white guy can't tell me Arabs don't know how to drink or some shit. Right. Because I've seen some like sloppy Arabs.
0: Right. And and I hate that. I I hate the fact that I can like Well, because it goes back to the ultimate villain that I think everyone pinpoints is the straight white man. OK, straight white men the, yeah. and where you're where you're the, the whole punching up and punching down thing is if you're a gay white man, nope, you're allowed to you're allowed to shit on them, too. Yeah. If, you're an
1: air courts level down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the whole level of pyramid. I would say that you're just a part of the other group that's allowed to now hate on white. Yeah, men. Yeah. Even though you are a white man, you're just not straight. Yeah. Uh, So as long as one of those three is not one of those three, you're allowed to then shit on them and be a part of the club that everyone else is a part of. Yeah. Right. But me as a straight white man, I mean, I got to be honest, I don't want to sit here and, and play a mini violin because I don't necessarily ex- experience a lot of it because I also don't put that out. Yeah. Right? So it, some people that are being like really racist, some people that are having people that go against them are yeah. maybe doing something that's racist. Like they got to internally reflect. I'm well aware of my actions.
1: Yeah. Which brings me to my to the book I was reading today. Wow, look at that. Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers. Okay. Nice. So in Outliers, he talks about advantages that are advantages. There are some advantages that are pure advantages. Disadvantages that are disadvantages, you know? And then there's the cool part, which is advantages that are actually disadvantages to you and disadvantages that are actually advantages to you. Mm -hmm. For example, Mm -hmm. an advantage that's a disadvantage. If you come from a rich family... Yeah, one of your advantages—that's an actual disadvantage—is that you've probably never learned to work hard in your life. And not knowing how to work hard in your life makes you a shittier person in the future. But then because you guys—you don't have the discipline. But say. now
0: you got to question yourself. A lot of those people don't even need that. If you're rich enough, you really don't even need to, right? So whether or not they're a shitty person in society, sure. But, yeah, but does like, it affect them? Probably not. So that's why it never really gets resolved. You got enough money, you don't have to work. They're not going to work. I see it all the time. You see these really rich girls on Instagram. Yeah. All they seem to ever be doing is tanning by a pool. Yeah. I was thinking this yesterday. I was like, what do you do? All you do is tan by a pool and go to mansions.
1: Okay. So, okay. So being rich, you see there's like different factors in it. Being rich, advantage as an advantage is you're rich and you have money and you can literally just tan by the pool for mm-hmm. the next 50 years. Right. 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 But that person probably cannot work hard, or probably doesn't even know how to work because hard. they don't need to, right? Sure, they don't need to. But even if they, if even if they did need to, they wouldn't be able to.
0: But 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 this even if they need to thing, I agree. But most of the time that that old money, it's not going anywhere. So like they don't, they really don't have to. I know what you're saying. Like their work yeah. ethic would be pretty poor. It doesn't always stand true because I think some of the hardest workers, as much as they annoy the hell out of me, the Kardashians, man. Of course, like I and they're they're ultra rich, but I yeah, see them consistently working. And, and it's not a rule that's for everyone, right? But
1: like there are many. Mm. Let Let's say, for example, there's like uh, it was like he was like talking about like a certain percentage of people are dyslexic, right? Let's right, right. call it two percent of people are mm-hmm. dyslexic. Mm-hmm. Why is it that in the entrepreneurial world, in like the richest of the richest, ten percent of people are actually d- dyslexic, right? It's like. There's certain things that are disadvantages. Um, There are certain people with like, let's say, mental health issues that will tell you, I think my mental health is a superpower. Like my anxiety is a is a superpower as opposed to a thing that holds me back. There are certain disadvantages that are actually advantages.
0: But these things can change, right? Because I most of my experience of mental health, I viewed it as a like downer. Something that takes away. Until recently, but you say until eighties.
1: recently. What's the f- past few years? How much is that?
0: I would say the past four years. Past four years, I've been able to actually look at anxiety and realize what it's given me, and it's given me uh, empathy, a lot more empathy to people. I can take an emotional. Th- I'm like I got this emotional thermometer. Yeah. When I go into a room, it, it makes me. I'm sensitive. I can do it with art. I can incorporate it. So, it's, and, it, and before that, you probably had what six years of. Of, of uh, struggling with it, but, of struggling. but let's just take these rich people that you say can't work hard. What could eventually happen is that they could fall into uh, a management team. Like they could probably manage maybe really well. There, there's there's gifts that lie in everyone, and whether or not they're unburied, it it's tough to say.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I'm with you. Like let's say like a um, uh, a Jewish person, or you know, for for most of the time, Jewish people kind of have been the outsiders, right? But being an outsider, which might seem like a disadvantage, and it really was at the time, was an actual advantage for Jewish people because they are usually, if you're an outsider, you're much better at being, um, uh, you're much better at being the middleman. You're much well, better at being the the middle person. Go ahead.
0: I don't know if that's the best example to use. Why not? Because G- I'm with you in terms of like Jewish people. Yeah. They've dealt with being outsiders being outsiders but not they weren't outsiders they were forced outsiders what do you mean yeah. like exiled you're saying yeah we're talking about the holocaust
1: i'm not talking about the holocaust
0: but but that, this is what most people will hear when you reference jewish, jewish people, people being outsiders they weren't out they were outsiders maybe you're obviously right but i'm not, I'm not saying it was their plan <clears throat> to be outsiders yeah exactly that's what i'm saying yeah too. Yeah, yeah no i'm not saying it's their plan to so be outsiders. they were forced as outsiders um is there maybe some sort of resiliency? Is that what you're saying? That comes from that? Of course.
1: Experience? Yeah, yeah, That's exa- So that's the outcome I'm saying. But I'm also saying, like, there's a, beyond resiliency. Yeah. Beyond resiliency, because resiliency with Jewish people is, you know, uh, they started working together and that's one of the superpowers of Jewish people. is like they work so well together, right? But being an outsider, so what Malcolm Gladwell says is, like, being an outsider made them better at being a, the middle person, made them better at being bankers, being able to tell people no, they had no problem with telling people no. They had no problem explaining um, uh, to one party why the other party feels a certain way. Mm-hmm. They they also started to empathize with with knowing what it's like to be told no. Right, right. So they know how to deliver that in a better way, mm-hmm. and that actually became an advantage for Jewish people because that empathy and that ability to tell to tell people no. Um, and the ability to become the middle person actually made them one of some of the richest, richest people in the world. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I'd That's agree with that. So, I,
1: I, I don't know. I feel like everyone has like that, you know, let's say with Arabic people, it's like um, we're usually like very empathetic people, and, and we know how to connect with people because we felt like our whole life people didn't want to connect with us.
0: But this this is something that goes beyond race, and, and we'll have to wrap oh, it up here. But. of course, here, yeah, but yeah. Um, I look at it as my experience with mental health, right? Mm -hmm. When you experience ultimate loneliness um, or the sensation that nobody understands or cares, Mm -hmm. you are in your own class from the seven or eight billion people on this planet. Even though you're not, Mm -hmm. your brain tells you you are. This Mm -hmm. is what happens. So for those types of people, me being one of them, it's hard to sit there and accept the, the maybe reverse racism for the cause of all of society's issues because- we also feel like, hold on, not not to make this a race thing at all, but like we've been in our own fucking trenches in our heads. Yeah. Right? That we feel like we're also alone with this, you know? Yeah. You, you feel like you've mm-hmm. had your own disadvantages that other people can't see.
1: Mm. Like your disadvantages are invisible because you're, you're in, uh, your disadvantages are in your head. And what people can see from you is they don't see the anxiety. They don't see the mental health. They don't see.
0: So the, the, the battle that everyone's struggling, which everybody has their own a fucking it, struggle. Yeah. To some degree. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't mean that. I mean, some of them won't always be flared up, but everyone has something that they're weak at. Yeah. Whether it's maintaining a healthy relationship, holding on to their finances, there, everyone has a struggle. And I don't know if a lot of people are sympathetic to that or yeah. even understand that. I think they're like, no, 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 you don't have it bad. You want to know what bad is? They're always trying to compare their woes to their woes. And it's like, well, I have my own. Yeah. <clears throat> it doesn't mean they're less than, <sighs> right? It's kind of like a rich person being told, you got all this money, go cry with your billions. I see it all the time when All a rich the person, friggin' time. And I'm like, hold on, don't you? They probably have more problems than you even understand. <sighs> right? So, <clears throat> anyway- I feel yeah. like we should probably end it on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a it, it was a really good conversation and one that obviously took a, a different turn because we originally were going to talk about data. Something, yeah, we're going to talk about something else. But this was good. This was good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it was a, a enlightening conversation for both of us. Yeah. So
1: I just uh, the only tough thing I have with this conversation is like I still feel like I have so much to say, and oh. I felt like within this podcast I actually kind of like struggled like. There's so many dots in my head that I wanted to connect. Of course. But it's so hard because it's such a complicated issue. Of course. You
0: know? Uh, we could have 10 of these podcasts. So it'll always sort of you. The awesome. next 10 episodes. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, guys, <laughs> if, you, uh, if you want to talk on this or if you have your own opinion, feel free to DM us on Instagram. We'd love to hear your thoughts because we did share quite a few different outlooks. Yeah. Um, but I- again, thank you so much for listening. Adam R. Originals. At the Anocracy, baby. We love you. I would wish upon a- you.